strap in, turn up the volume, no sugar added, talk radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show, the realest show on radio, your daily dose of reality radio, the free range human show of choice. Are those called adjectives? Right, yeah. Is that adjectives? Right. I'm not an English major. Me, it could be a <laughs> Maybe a lawyer, but not an I, English major. I know it ain't a pronoun. Right, right. You have two him hims here. High school English teacher would kill me, but I can't even remember half the time. I have to look it up every time. Uh, you have a he him and a he him sitting across from one another. Uh, this is the Clay Edwards Show. I'm, of course, Clay Edwards. I have Sean Yurt Karan in the ClayEdwardsShow.com studios with me this morning here on 103.9 FM WYAB. Uh, streaming worldwide also at WYAB.com and on the TuneIn app at WYAB. And Alexa, just search WYAB. Sean. Good morning, brother. Morning, man. How you doing? You have a good week. I saw you were at the concert this weekend, like everybody was talking about. Yeah, you know, um, I have zero complaints. I was there Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. I saw your photos, right? You have a good time? I, I, I really did. Uh, we were talking about Oxford and kind of this mythical love affair people have with Oxford um, mm-hmm. before we came on the air here. And look, it's a nice little town. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed my night and a half, my night there. But by the time I woke up, ate breakfast, it was time to come home. I, yeah. I, I was like, where's, where's this love affair come from i get it if you went to school there maybe you know whatever but that's mm-hmm. uh, cool but i feel the in defense for anybody comes down and comes at me i feel the same way about oxford after night not i mean uh, startville after night in startville breakfast i'm ready to come home yeah but, maybe we're just too old for that that could yeah. be the other thing right now like one night at a college town is good enough but morgan wallen felt the same way apparently yeah, apparently he did, did he ever, what, whatever really happened you know, i never all full disclaimer i never heard of this guy till this weekend i yeah. don't and i like i like old country music it's not like i'm against country or anything i really yeah. do like old country music but i never heard of this man and then i saw actually your picture on facebook where you were at the stadium i think you put a picture yeah. and i was like who where's clay at and then i saw that and then all this stuff happened yeah so it's the second time that he's gone well like viral viral like for reasons he would prefer not to yeah. Uh, right Right at the beginning of COVID, if my memory serves me correct, so a neighbor filmed him and some buddies showing back up to his, his house. Right. Drunk in the driveway. And he called his white buddy his N-word. He's like, my... Mm, oh, know. is that what and, happened? Yeah. And he kind of got canceled and country uh, music pulled his radio, pulled his music. And then all of his albums shoot to number one because his fans were like, screw this. Mm-hmm. We're backing our guy. And uh, he ended up coming out with another album after that. Shot to number one. Then his new album, Through the, through the Moon. He owns... The top ten singles on country radio, or the country charts, were all songs off his current album. This has never been done before. Oh, really? Wow. Okay, I mean, so that, he's pretty that, popular yeah. with that. With, is, it like, that, is it like pop country or? What? Yeah, I mean, we definitely ain't outlaw country. It ain't, okay, it ain't like what I would, like Cody Jinks, Whiskey Myers, the kind of stuff I personally prefer mm-hmm. as far as new country. Yeah, but look, man, it's it's good disposable music, right? Okay. I mean, people on TikTok love it. Yeah, hey, I mean, look, obviously he's got a lot of fans and a lot of yeah. upset people about Sunday. You know, it, it's in, it, in my uh, situation. I, I, uh, if it wasn't made, if it was made after 1995, I probably never heard of it. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at these days. Well, they, uh, they must not be real fans because boy, they turned, a, they turned on the dime quick. Yeah, yeah, that one lady we were talking about that post that have kind of gone viral yeah, is now on here. Barstool Sports. I told you last night before I went to bed, I saw they picked up the lady who spent 629 bucks at. Rebel Rags. I didn't know if she was trying to buy a life-size Colonel Reb sex doll or what, but yeah, I mean, she, I don't know what that was. Look, she, uh, and then you have the other one, too, that's the Mississippi Mega Karen that's suing him. Yeah, right. And, I saw uh, that, too. What we need is a cage fight between the two Mississippi Mega Karens, mm-hmm. the one that's suing, and then uh, Miss Mandy Nolan here. 
And, you know, Mandy and Brandy's the other lady's name. They both spell it with an I instead of a Y. Oh. So that could be some kind of Karen code. Yeah, of the I, right. Uh, here's here's uh, Miss uh, Mandy's uh, post. Now, this has gone viral here, and she has been run through the ringer deservingly so. Oh, yeah. She says, uh, at Morgan Wallen, since you're offering refunds, here's our itemized bill for you. Hotel, 560 Gas, two tanks, $80. Well, what are you filling up that only took 40 bucks? A fill-up. Uh, tickets, four, $1,600. My outfit, 120 My husband's outfit, 218 And her husband dressed like Forrest Gump. I saw the picture. Right. Uh, uh, Oxford Grill House, $235. Cracker Barrel, $40. Yeah, of course there's Cracker Barrel. Los, <laughs> it wasn't going to be missed. Los Perilios, $45, which I ate at the Los Perilios in Pearl last night. And I'm probably saying that wrong. Okay. Is, but, now, is that a, we were talking about this a few weeks ago? Is that an elitist Mexican restaurant, or is that like a normal one that we'd go drink and hang out at? If they, if four of them ate for forty five dollars, it's a cheap one. It's yeah. a cheap one. Yeah, the okay, one, the one in you. Pearl was nice, but uh, they got really good tacos, best tacos I've ever had. Uh, Rebel Rags, because we wouldn't have had the opportunity to go there had it not been for this concert. Six hundred and twenty nine dollars. What did you buy in Rebel Rags? It's a team store. Yeah. For people that don't know that, I mean, I went to law school at Ole Miss. It's a team store. You can buy like Ole Miss football t shirts and hats and mugs. Yeah. I don't know what. Six hundred and twenty nine dollars. Drinks at the concert two twenty. Now I can verify that. That is one hundred percent. Beers were eighteen dollars each. Well, we'll give them a pass concert. on that. Yeah. So you get a pass on the, yeah, the I mean, drinks you spend at the at the at the concert. I mean, that's five beers between two people, right? That's five fine. beers each. That ain't too bad. Now there are twenty four ounce beers. Uh, Morgan Wallen merch, another two hundred and thirty five dollars for a grand total of three thousand nine hundred and eighty two dollars. <laughs> and here's the best bet: she puts her cash app handle on here for anybody who oh, wants to help reimburse her right. for her extravagant trip. And then she says, "I love this. My husband has gone to two concerts ever." In the 17 years we've been together, and somehow I talked him into going to this one, and this crap happens. Well, man, to one or two things, either your husband's a piece of crap, mm-hmm. and you you need to get you a new man. Yeah. But the, your, your options are probably limited with posts like this. <laughs> now they are, and, and, for sure. And, um, or should I say, not and. This isn't going on her Tinder profile, you, I assume, right? You clearly have such terrible taste in music, your husband didn't want to go see anything with you. <laughs> Over 17 years. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, bet, I bet you he don't go to another one. No, no. I don't think he's going back. I Let, mean. Let's take a couple calls here this morning. Hey, good morning. You're on there. Hey, Clay Edwards. Yes. You're going to tell me you never went to the Grove and got hammered and ended up with three blinds in a hotel. I mean, come on. It's the Grove. Well, you know, I've actually been to the Grove one time, and and it was for the Texas Ole Miss game about 10, 12 years ago. And that's when I learned that you actually can't barbecue in the Grove, that everybody just gets their chicken tenders catered in. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so. But Morgan Wallen, he's a great artist, man. But I totally understand, being a musician myself, man, I totally understand. Sometimes it happens. Just sometimes you mess up. And you being a club owner back in the day, you know, oh. sometimes musicians are the most difficult people to work with. They're sneaky little people, and they'll sneak off real quick as soon as somebody goes, hey, hop in the car. Hey, look, I'm, so, I'm on Team Morgan on this deal. I got, yeah, me too. Yeah, I got his back on this deal. Yeah, yeah dude, I can remember many a times in 105, dude, getting snuck off. Yeah. Hey, look, man, I snuck off for days at a time in the 105 <laughs> era. They, I was surprised missing people reports weren't claimed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so y'all, y'all leave, y'all, everybody needs just needs to leave that boy alone. He'll refund your tickets. Now, granted, yes, of course, I saw the post about all the uh, itemized stuff, and that does suck because I saw where somebody flew people in or something. 
Yeah, I mean, and on private jets and whatnot. And I'm sorry that they did that. And I really hate that for him. And I know that there was a lot of like kids and stuff out there that really wanted to see him. Yeah, I saw. I, I did see one post where some lady said she was dying of cancer, and her her post said, "My daughter said, mommy, I just want to see Morgan Wallen with you before you die.'" And uh, oh. they didn't they didn't get to see him, you know, uh. stuff like that. I'm like, come on, that social media ain't the place for that. Come on, no, know? yeah, keep that stuff yourself, man. I mean, but like with musicians, man, it's, it's just being one myself. I know these things happen, man. These sometimes you just mess up. Yeah, RLD. I mean, thank yes, you, brother. Sir. Have a blessed one. And Clay, you brought up uh, Axel Rose yesterday on your show. I was listening in. Yeah. And, I mean, that was a good point. I thought that yeah. Axel did this stuff. This was a constant on his part. Yeah, my, it was. You had a fifty-fifty shot of not seeing Guns and Roses if, if you were in the building, right? I, I mean, they it, had to take good opening acts with them. You said something about Montreal, and it kind of gave me a flashback. I remember that what you were talking about. Yeah. There was like a big ordeal with Axel Rose and Metallica. Mm-hmm. Did they get into a fight or something? Uh, no, but. After Jane Metallica opened that night, they were rotating headlining mm-hmm. stuff on that stadium tour, and one of the flash pods, the fire burnt, burnt James Hetfield, James Hetfield's hand to the Rem- bone. I remember that. And, That's uh, so right. They had, they had to cancel like three songs in. Well, guns, all had Guns and Roses had to do is come on and save the day. Mm-hmm. Axel, you know, whatever, and yeah. just like we're not playing tonight. And right. The, the the people had had enough. They- Let's take another call real quick. Hey, you're on there. Hey, Clay. Hey. The reason Morgan Wallen didn't want to get there was a bad publicity. He realized that he was at Ole Miss Rebels, which is the most racist place probably in America. I mean, they still call themselves the Rebels, for Christ's sake. The Ole Miss Confederate Rebels is basically what they call themselves. Well, he I mean, didn't want to have nothing to do with that after he realized where he was, and you can't blame him. Hey, you know, I tell people all the time, well, I guess why I never had any infatuation or love affair with the old Mississippi flag with the uh, with the stars and bars on it was because I always associated it with Ole Miss, and I was just never an Ole Miss fan. So it's like, oh, they're taking I mean, I'm they're taking their flag. Oh well, it hadn't been out long since they used to watch Klan march there five or six years ago. The Klan march there, man. The what now? The Klan march. Five or Klan six march. years ago, the Klan march at Ole Miss. I thought they were like the liberal arts university of the state. Apparently, apparently not. I'm telling you, man. But seriously, you stop and think about that. Man. Just the name, Ole Miss, racist. I mean, Ole Miss Rebels. Don't that scream racism? Uh, I mean, look, I've always, I mean, I've always are, thought they it. Are, they ought to be best. made to change their name. They yeah. ought to be the University of Northern, I mean, Northern Mississippi Land Sharks. They need to get rid of that rebel crap. Bring back the Black Bears. Yeah, didn't they have like 18 different mascots they voted? I, know, I can't remember what the mascot is half the time. It's a Black Bear or a Shark, something, right? Well, yeah, they, but, they, but they still call themselves the Rebels. They are. Uh, they they the, pure racist. They went through some some trans mascot stuff for a while there. They were very yeah. confused about what they were. Back when I was in law school there, I remember that was like you could vote on, and I think it was the black bear thing, and then it went to well, land do you think, do you Do you think that they should be able to call themselves the, the rebels? I mean, the UNLV are still the running rebels. I mean, I get it. Tennessee's the volunteers. What do you think they were volunteering for, right? Yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, I know Davy Crockett's part of that. You're not answering my question, man. I mean, we are. Well, the rebels, the, the Confederate. Exactly. Yeah. You think that's right, Mr. Attorney Man? Oh, do I? I mean, if I were, I mean, I, okay, if it were me, yeah, I think I could see your point. I would change the name. I mean, I think that obviously it's, it connotates the Old South. But so, I mean, I don't disagree with what you're saying, no. But that's up to them. I mean, I don't know. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I went to law school there, but I'm not a huge Ole Miss fan. They want to change it. That's up to them. I mean, I, 
it, but it, I can it, see it what you're saying. Point. Yeah, sure. I think it, it connotates the old South and rebel and all that kind of stuff. And they've already gone through this slow process over the last, I guess, 25 years. You know, they got rid of the flag, I think, in the late 90s, and then they tried to change they the mascot. The, the, the Dixie go yeah. Dixie. I'm telling you, man. Y'all have a great day. You right. too, bye. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, as a state fan, that was always our rib at Ole Miss fans. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've said it all, right? Especially when it got really toxic there in the mid to late 2000s when Mullen and Freeze were there and Dak and uh, that old bunch was at Ole Miss, and it got really heated for a while. Yeah. I mean, it was like, whatever. You know, the gloves were off. And, <laughs> and look, I like toxic. I mean, bring back that era. This little this love affair we've had with each other since, uh, well, I know our coach passed away, but the gloves seem to have been put back mm-hmm. on for mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. Take the gloves off. Let's get back to hating each other and doing what we do best. Oh, I think, you know, Lane, Lane and Mike were just great for that whole rivalry, though, I thought. I thought they were – it, that was that was really a cool thing to see. It, it was. It was. All right, look, let's take a break. The phone lines are wide open, man. 601-879-0002. The Guns and Gear text line is wide open, too. You guys are blowing it up. We'll read some of them when we come back. That number, 769-241-1944. I'm joined here in the studio this morning by our white liberal friend from Jackson, Sean Yorkron. And uh, I'm sure we'll get into some things we don't agree we don't agree on here shortly. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here this morning in the ClayEdwardsShow.com studios with my guest Sean Yurtkron here in the studio with me. This segment is going to be brought to you by A1 Gear and Auto. And shout out to my buddy Fred Harley for supporting our sponsor here at the show. He had to get some work done on one of his vehicles. He posted a picture of the building and thanked uh, myself and another fellow here in town for the recommendation. And I'm telling you, you can be as satisfied as Fred was by going over to A1 Gear and Auto if you have any automotive repair needs. But hey, what they specialize in is your ring and pinion and your gears and whatnot in your vehicle. So if your rear end's got a roaring sound, get by there and check it out. If your four-wheel drive's not working for whatever reason, the transfer case, take it by there, let them check it out. And I always say it, and I'm going to keep saying it. You don't got it. You, you, you folks that go and buy these Jeeps, and nothing wrong with that. Go buy your Jeep, and you jack it up. You got these big wheels and tires. Those factory ring and pinion gears are not meant to be pulling those big wheels and tires. You lose a lot of power, a lot of top end speed, a lot of low end speed. Get by there, let, get the right gear ratio set up in it, and take advantage of those new wheels and tires. You'll be able to get out of the way when you pull out on the interstate and pull out in front of people and all that stuff. Also, Brakes, check engine lights, they handle it all at A1 Gear and Auto, right there on Highway 49 South in Florence. As soon as you come out of Richland, as soon as you pass Tom's Fried Pies and all that great stuff right there, they'll be right down there on your right. Big white building, big red sign, A1 Gear and Auto. Let them know you heard it here on the Clay Edwards Show. Sean. Yo. Let, let's <laughs> let's let's read some guns and gear text here. Okay. Uh, and I think the best one was so uh, that that last caller has Ole Miss derangement syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, I like it. I like it. Uh, Chad texts in and says, is Sean guy in studio now related to Errol? Yeah, that's my older cousin. Yep. All right. So you got somebody that knows him. Let's see here. Uh, I had to get back to that. I don't want to take a chance of reading something bad live on air. Um, <laughs> Thomas, we have not heard from Thomas. Oh, your buddy. Weeks. Yep. Says, so tell him to explain the Tennessee mask. Tell him to explain why the Tennessee mascot 
is the volunteers. I've always wondered because they are my favorite SEC football team. He did mention a guy named Dave who? Davey, Davey Crockett. Crockett. Yeah, I think that's what, if I remember reading this is a long time ago, that Tennessee volunteers was because Tennessee had a history of volunteering for things. Davy Crockett volunteered for the war in Texas, obviously, and yeah. that's where that came from. I think, and there's also some people that argue that it was because of the Civil War, too. But I think they, what they say, their official position was because of Davy Crockett and that volunteer spirit of the state. Got it. Got it, yeah. And, you know, and their mascot is kind of Davy Crockett, too, right? I think so, the, right, the beaver, yeah. The beaver hat. That, or I thought, of, I mean, or mustard, uh, whatever, yeah. whichever one they're doing. I think, I think the mustard. guys throw the mustard. <laughs> All right, here on the Guns of Gear text line. Someone once said, when you resort to name-calling, you've lost the argument. I grew up in Oxford, and I am an old Miss Rebel fan. Not and never will be a racist, sir. Your caller showed lack his lack of education. <laughs> yeah, it's all in fun. Uh, Scott. He's a modern he's a modern day George Jones and that's how you know he's good. The caller is a the caller is a part of that cancer culture cancel culture trying to please the left. What's in a name? Um speaking of circling back to the first part of his post, his mm-hmm. comment about Morgan Wallen being the modern day George Jones. I did yeah. read an article and we'll, we'll take musical styles aside of this conversation. Mm-hmm. People say that George Jones survived all his show cancellations and making fans angry right? because he was relatable. Mm. People related to George Jones. And I absolutely 100% tell you that's why they this younger generation really likes his Morgan Wallen dude. Okay. He's very relatable. He does not dress up like a rock star. He puts on jeans, a Carhartt shirt, and a baseball cap on backwards. Mm-hmm. And that's it. He don't get dressed up. And he looks just like every other random Mississippi dude in Rankin County. I got gotcha. you. You can put them all in a lineup, and uh, they came from the same place, the same mm. factory. So he's very relatable. Now, whether we like to care for the music or not, I've never even heard it, so I can't even. I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna try to listen to it this week, so I can't make any comment on that. There's a song called "Whiskey Glasses." I, I dig. Re- and, okay, uh, yeah, that's pretty good. And I mean, George Jones. I heard a story. I'm sure you know this. Everybody that's a George fan about him getting a DUI on a lawnmower or that, something. That was great. Oh, yeah, there's that, <laughs> that's there's awesome. A, he sounds like my kind of guy. There's a picture of that. You can Google that, and um, he's on his riding lawnmower and got the police <laughs> behind him. It's, it's actually on T-shirts and stuff. Uh, let's see here. Um, Unknown texture. That guy is an idiot saying old Mrs. Racist, and that's why Wallen didn't play the second night. He had no problem playing the first night. North Carolina's are the Tar Heels. That is from the Civil Wars. Yeah, I was, I was kind of reading some of these in live time. Uh, somebody said, can you imagine social media and George Jones Day? <laughs> A lot of George Jones stuff here. It said George Jones was called No Show Jones. Yeah, right. Somebody wrote that on my Facebook yesterday. I didn't know that, but I thought it was pretty cool. Somebody asked, uh, does Thomas not have Google? <laughs> and last one here for now, unknown texture. Corey and I had the exact conversation about George Jones and Morgan Wallen. Good stuff. All right. So <clears throat> Morgan Wallen stuff, it's, it's got legs. Mm-hmm. I mean, Well, I think it was just because of the amount of people that were – Obviously upset and spent so many. I mean, of course, who wouldn't be upset if you spent that much kind of that kind of money? I get it. Four thousand bucks seems a bit excessive. That like we were just talking at the break about what we spent on concerts. I went to Rolling Stones for less, far less than that. Believe me. So I don't know. That's a that's a lot of money to go go spend on a concert. It, it is, but hey, you got to have a good time. Go enjoy it. You know, be glad you got to spend some time with your family, friends. You know, whether you got to see the concert or not. It is what it is. Maybe they really went to Platinum Plus and yeah. spent that money. That's where that's where that money went, if, if it's still open. I don't know. Yeah, it, you know, what's the one up there in Columbus called? The Pony? I think that's so right. There's that one in Vaden, too. I don't know if you've ever been in there, but that was a 
law school favorite of well, yeah, <laughs> it, it, at one point it got bought by the Danny's crew and it was like <laughs> you know, Danny's Vaden or something. I remember that. Yeah, was a, that was a rough place, man. Uh, speaking of state and Ole Miss and all that, I went to the um, I went to the baseball game last night, the the Egg Bowl baseball game. Oh, cool! Who won that game? Hill State. Okay, gotcha. Um, thank goodness. Look, I do not stay f- for nothing till the end. So top of the ninth, mm-hmm. we were out. Oh, I was like we were going to beat this traffic, and we ended up at the uh, Los Perilios Mexican restaurant across the street there. But it was a great time. Uh, it wasn't packed as I thought it would be. I think they were expecting 9,000 people. I think they ended up selling around 6,000 or so tickets, mm-hmm. which is, made it comfortable to walk around and stuff. Right. Ran into a bunch of old buddy of mine. Shout out to Scott and Ed and that whole crew. Uh, appreciate the hospitality out there in the uh, in the left field area. And I appreciate my free tickets from my, my buddy Mason. So thank you all for all that. It makes it easy to do these things when you don't have to pay to do them. <laughs> Are they using the new major league rules in minor league, like where the – I think what's it the pitch clock that's it's quicker. I know the game, I've been watching baseball this past weekend, and the games are so much quicker right now. That's a good point. Um, I don't know because okay. the, the game did move pretty fast. But don't get me to lie, I'm not a baseball rules guy. I just kind of mm-hmm. go and that's the first baseball game I've been to in a while. I I used to go to that stadium three or four times a year at least just to watch a, a Braves game. Yeah, and I have not been since pre COVID. I don't think for an mm-hmm. actual game. And it, I mean, it was nice. I was I was telling my friend, I was like, you know, I really enjoyed just coming out here tonight, just just sitting and walking around the ballpark and smelling mm-hmm. the smelling nachos and peanuts and beer mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And yeah. it was just a good time. I, I before it gets too hot, I recommend everybody going out there and catching a Braves game. And yeah, once, come July, I'm out. Oh, it's you know I got the uh, partial season tickets or whatever you call it last year, mm-hmm. and it's great from from April, May, even some of June. But man, when you get in July and sit in that stadium, it's not fun. No, it's, it's not, not fun. Um, my buddy, real quick, free plug here for my buddy Pete Griffin and them over at uh, Fifth Squad. There's a charity that if you've been listening to the show. You know I've been a big supporter of. Uh, they help <clears throat> military veterans in need financially. Uh, they help pay their bills and stuff. They don't give them cash, but if uh, they got a, a, a electric bill that is up and they need it taken care of, these guys take care of. If they need groceries, they get them taken care of. Their immediate real-world needs, they, uh, they've got a big night. Uh, big game, big day coming up at the Brave Stadium there, Trustmark Park, for their Memorial Day game of 2023. It's going to be um, May 28th at 6.05 p.m. It's the Pensacola. They're playing Pensacola. Post-game fireworks, all that stuff. And uh, Fifth Squad gets a big chunk of the money from the gate that night to help local Mississippi veterans. Oh, that's so awesome. y'all mark your calendars for that. Uh, May 28th. Uh, let's plan on attending a Braves game out there at Trustmark Park. All right, I tell you what, we're up for a break. Let's do the break, come back, and let's get into some of the local news, man. How sure. about this uh, this good Samaritan that got killed by one of these escapees? Oh, my God, that was just horrible. I, I didn't read that till yesterday afternoon, and, man, that was – that was God. Yeah, was. I, had a, I had a really busy day yesterday. I mean, literally had just something in front of me or the whole, the whole day until later in the afternoon. I mm-hmm. finally got to sit down and – Got to read it and see what happened, man. And I was like, that is absolutely terrible. Because I had not really been following the escapee thing. Because, I know, just another couple of escapees from Raymond. Right. They'll catch been them. going on for the last 15 years, right? Yeah. yeah. And, man, I, I look, I, I I like this current regime out there at Hines County. But, man, they got some blood on their hands right now. Yeah, I mean, I've known, full disclaimer, I've known Tyree for years. And, man, he's a good cop. Yeah. I mean, he, that guy, when he was with JPD and did robbery homicide, and he's a great cop. So I was really happy when he got elected sheriff. But um, that that detention center just had problems for a long, long. It's not all. I mean, you can't just put it all on him. No, no, it, just, it's it's not. But you know, you 
man, you get four or five people escaping in one fell swoop. Yeah, that, that's a problem. You know, they should have. They built that place, I believe, in 1994, and I've talked to you know older people about it when it happened, and they said that uh, that that thing was just put together really shoddy. And it never should have happened. What they should have done, and they'd originally planned it, what I heard, was to put the jail behind the courthouse. And that would have made things, instead of taking it all the way out to Raymond, which was which is, which is logistically kind of a problem, driving all the way out to Raymond and well, coming yeah. back. Have you ever been booked into it? No, I've never been. I mean, I've been there's a little courtroom on the side of it Yeah, that we were there. I was there all the time because we'd bring them in there, and that's where we do guilty pleas and stuff well, like that. Well, okay, so getting booked into it, uh, I'll do it. If I'll just okay, it you can tell other, me about that one. I don't yeah, know anything about from that. From the other side of it here, uh, it was logistically a nightmare trying to get bonded out because the bonding company would have to come out there, mm-hmm. get your paperwork signed, then it would go all the way back to Jackson to file it right. or, or whatever, and then come back and get you. Well, what's that? That's a minimum hour and a half, right? But yeah. round trip, having to run in and do what you do. Yeah, come that's back. a problem. And I'm just going to tell you, when your butt is sitting out there in jail, because I, mean, I, I don't do fax machines, not work. You know, mm-hmm. through emails, not maybe they've expedited it with some electrical advancement, uh, electronic advancement since the last time I got arrested. Right. But it was a it was a nightmare trying well, to get out of there. Because you was, wanted to get bonded out before they moved you into a pod. Sure. Yeah, right. You don't want to go in one of those. No. no. And I, thankfully, I never advanced to a pod. Yeah. That, but those holding cells ain't no vacation either. Now, and you know, Nor the, are they supposed to be. Well, the problem also, too, what we'd have is that we'd, court days, you got to bring all the uh, prisoners up to the Hines County Courthouse. So they yeah. got to transport it. Sometimes that's going to delay court. Sometimes it would mm-hmm. have it for a couple hours. Sometimes they'd be there on time most of the time, I would say. But there was always that transportation issue, bringing all those folks up to the Hines County Courthouse. And it would have been a lot easier had they done that, where the Weston is and all that stuff built the jail there, which I heard was the plan in the late 80s, early 90s. But they decided, I don't remember. There's some good story behind why it's in Raymond. And I can't recall right now what it, what it is. But yeah. they, uh, they decided to build all the way out there. Was the county farm already out there? I think so. I think that's right. Yeah, and, you know, probably a land issue. You know, well, no, not that they care about saving money. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know who was on the board of supervisors in the early '90s yeah. when they did this or when they planned it out. But yeah. I'd like to hear that story. All right, let's take a break. Come back, and we're going to break down this uh, this Good Samaritan murder here on the Clay Edwards Show. Okay, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the com studios. This segment is going to be brought to you by Watkins Construction and Roofing. Man, I ran into those guys last night out at Trustmark Park. You know, they got their names on the dugouts out there. They sponsor the dugouts. Oh, yeah. I love their commercials. I think we talked about it before. They have some great commercials. They do. Uh, shout out to Michael Deere and his team uh, doing great things at Watkins Construction and Roofing. Uh, you know, I always go back to this. I mean, look. I, I could tell y'all they do great roof work. You can go read the reviews for yourself. You ain't got nearly 600 mm-hmm. five-star reviews, and you don't do great work. That goes without saying. The way I measure a company that I want to break bread with, Sean, is do they get back to the community? Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's important to me. Yeah. Like, do they take care of their folks, which they clearly do because they have little to no turnover, mm-hmm. and do they give back to the community? Well, you know, I get asked to do a lot of community type stuff with the show and all that to help promote events and right and stuff and i do not mind doing that at all if you've got a non-profit that you want to help promote i'm your boy mm-hmm. yeah that's my way of giving back and uh thanking y'all for allowing me to have this platform uh they are at every dang event that i go to they got this huge cooking rig big uh it can cook thousands of burgers I mean, oh massive, really big okay. old massive uh were they at the game too last night? yeah well they were at the game not cooking but oh. just uh 
just there at the game because I guess they're sponsors and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> but just ran into them. And it just got me to think, I mean, these guys are at everything. They, they, from a marketing standpoint, I really respect what they do because mm-hmm. just I, I love marketing. And when at all this pro police, uh, pro first responder events in town and everything, anything like that, anytime the kids need something, they're always there, boots on ground, ready to do stuff. And they're always buying or cooking food for first responders and that kind of stuff. That just goes a long way. With yeah, me. that's uh, great. It, it's important. I mean, so you're spending your money with these folks, and the money is staying in the community. Mm-hmm. And that, that's just important. I mean, that's Watkins Construction and Roofing, man. Your roof repair specialist, uh, they'll come out. They'll do you a complimentary roof assessment. That means free <laughs> for people for the, for the people in the back. That means free. And they'll work with your insurance company if you have any damage or you need your roof repaired. You can't go wrong. You know, having a trusty roof guy is a good thing, too. Just like it's kind of like a plumber. Like, I feel like those are the two trades where you got to have somebody reliable that you can trust to do it because you can really get scammed. I had I had those situations come up when I was working at the attorney general's office where somebody says, oh, you know, pay me a thousand bucks. I'm going to work on your roof and they'll do a couple things and just take off. You never see them again. I mean, that yeah. happens quite a bit. Let me get my material money up front. Yeah. 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 And I, I don't want to speak for these. I don't know what their payment process is, but. You ain't gonna have to worry about them scamming you. Right, that, right. That, yeah, that, that that, that's what I'm saying. They look like there's a reliable company, and you always want. There's certain things I think you got to find that people just don't know because not everybody knows a roofer, right, or knows mm-hmm. a plumber. I got plumbing issues in my house. I've been taken, like, yeah. like, like had a electric, poker game taken. You electric know? HVAC plumbing, right? Like, man, you got you need to know a good guy and a mechanic yep. and a mechanic. Yeah, you need to know a good guy. Well, look, man, y'all holler at Watkins Construction Roofing for any of your roof repair or replacement needs. WatkinsConstructionInc.com. Let's take a call real quick. Hey, good morning. You're on there. Good morning. This is Master D. Hey, Master D. <clears throat> How y'all doing? Hey, good. what's up? Uh, this is the Colonel. Uh, I started oh, the military school from the 7th grade to the 12th grade. And uh, I see the clear signs. Uh, we are fixing to go to war. And one thing I would like for you to know, as a black man, do we need to continue to fight an America war and condition and the condition that we set upon in our neighborhood? Because uh, China just sent about 3,000 elite forces. They're coming through. Uh, they have some technology that's uh, unbelievable. So things are going to get heavy in this country, along with this next election. Uh, it's not a game anymore, fellas. It's really not a game. You can talk it out, wait it out, or whatever. The closing of Walmart. I got the information. Somebody leaked it out of Russia. And Putin plans is very clear. China plans to, to decapitate the American government first. So uh, that's what we're going to be faced with, people. So don't be looking at my skin uh, to save. I would love for Donald Trump, my president that I voted for, yes, I'm a crossover. Uh, to, he did it in 2016, fellas. We need the reparation. We need to abode, and we need to start getting ourselves together, people, and getting out of this country. Listen to me, real clear, black people. You can stay if you want to, but Clay, pay me. I'm on your side. Uh, I need some money so I can get the first plane out of here back yeah. to the motherland. Thank you. Y'all have a blessed morning. Shalom. Um, you know, I. Things have worked out pretty good for black folks in America, considering the way they started. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they, they've come on up. I'm thinking maybe I should go over to the motherland 
And it, I may, I, I'm first generation. I might not, I might not do well, but my future generations may do better. And maybe that's the place to go. Maybe a little reverse. Where, gonna, where, where's your motherland? Where are your people well, from? I mean, we'll, we'll go to theirs. Whatever. Okay. We'll to, okay. I thought you made to go back to wherever. I don't. Know it's a little hot are. over there for my liking. <laughs> okay. But you know, um, maybe we'll just do a little switch here. I guess I could always move back to Turkey. Well, I've never lived in Turkey, but I guess I can move to Turkey and see what happens. Y'all can have this place. Y'all, we're stuck with Joe Biden because uh because of a. a Did you folks. see Joe Biden's so, video? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna diss my side on this. So I, I saw this re-election video That's yesterday true. and I, they were saying i didn't know it was going to be a video they were like joe's going to announce his re-election i was expecting i don't know if you're a west wing fan but i was expecting like martin sheen in the west wing when they find out he's got multiple sclerosis and they ask him are you going to run for uh, re-election mr president and he's like yes and i'm gonna win and like you know that huge scene and i'm like okay i'm waiting for this and then they're like here's a video and i'm like what's he on he's gonna put this on tiktok like is this the re-election Look, announcement and i saw it on twitter and it, it, of course, it's got scenes of January six and all this other stuff. In it, but they are going to ride that January six. Like, who cares? Well, I mean, if it was y'all side, in all fairness, if if it was a liberal group doing it, I'm sure y'all do the same thing. I mean, that's not necessarily the issue to me. It's like I felt like Biden needed to get out there and say, "I'm running for election. I'm going to win, and here's why." In person, I think it was kind of something that needed to be done like that. And um, and I think that's a problem. But also, there's a editorial in the New York Times that came out on Sunday. And what it dis- discussed was asking real questions about his age. And this is the New York Times, which I know you all side is going to say is liberal and all that. And there, but the New York Times is asking questions about his age that I didn't expect them to ask in, in the paper. And this is their yeah. editorial board. It wasn't a guest column or anything like that. This was their you know editorial board asking real questions about that. So I think he didn't help answer them when he issued just a video. And, and I'm, trying it, to pull, I'm pulling the video up while yeah. you're talking here. Uh, so we'll. It's about three minutes long. We'll play it. I do want to get to this. Uh, I do want to get to the Good Samaritan murder here in Jackson. Sure, yeah. But uh, I'm always good for a rabbit hole. <laughs> uh, one thing I will say about this video is you would think somebody in his video department could have formatted it properly for, for Twitter because mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's got a black frame around it. Oh, I haven't it. tried to watch it on Twitter. Uh, I just saw it. Yeah, but they, they, they've used the wrong format for this platform. Yeah. All right. January 6th scenes. The White House. Freedom. Personal freedom is fundamental to who we are as Americans. There's nothing more important. Now hold on a damn minute. Is he talking about, he said freedoms? The same guy who thought it was going to be a winner of death and despair and wanted to lock us all down? He's talking about freedoms? The freedom of speech? That we, can't, we can't talk about trans people. We can't say all these things, but all right, I digress. <laughs> nothing more sacred. That's been the work of my first term to fight for our democracy. This shouldn't be a red revolution. Oh, hell, I got to stop and just ask you. Um, what is it with Democrats and the damn word democracy here lately? Oh, I mean, I think that's just all a play on the January 6th stuff, right? right? They're just Threat like, to our democracy. Yeah, I mean, and then you could you could even see on, there's a, there was, a, I think, a Washington Post headline for a long, and this is even before January 6th, was democracy dies in darkness. Yes. And, and I think that's kind of, and that kind of would actually lead us into our Tucker conversation. I've read some really good stuff about what happened between him and Don Lemon and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff that relates to what you're talking about with democracy in darkness, democracy under threat, and all those kinds of things. I, mean, they, I don't, but I don't think that the nationally that Democrats actually know what democracy is because this is not very democratic, any of the stuff they're doing here lately. I mean, what this regime is doing to the press 
by him mm. not answering any questions. It's not very democratic. You know, the, actually, it's funny that, that the New York Times would agree with you. The New York Times actually said that in their editorial. Like, his availability of the press has been worse than Ronald Reagan and Richard Nixon. Yeah. All right. We'll finish this, and I'll, I'll promise I'll shut up. To protect our rights, to make sure that everyone in this country is treated equally and that everyone is given a fair shot at making it. Everyone except straight white males. But you know, around the country, MAGA extremists are lining up to take on those. Ba- they had Marjorie Taylor Greene wearing her white coat, screaming in the clip here. She is crazy, Clay. She is crazy. We like them crazy. I mean, yeah, her and Lauren. I guess you guys, you know, those are your. You know what they say about crazy women? <laughs> yeah, Unlocked I do. Freedoms. Cutting Social Security that you paid for your entire life while cutting taxes for the very wealthy, dictating what healthcare decisions women can make, banning books, and telling people who they can love. All while making it more difficult for you to be able to vote. When I ran for president four years ago, I said we're in a battle for the soul of America. And we That's what I say. The battle for the soul of America. Still are. The question we're facing is whether in the years ahead we have more freedom or less freedom. More rights or fewer. I know what I want the answer to be, and I think you do too. This is not a time to be complacent. That's why I'm running for re-election. All right, we got to take a break. It's only about halfway through, but I, I can't do it anymore. This is The Clay Edwards Show, joined live in the studio this morning by Sean Gertkron, and we'll be right back to break this down and more on The Clay Edwards Show. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards show. We've got about a minute or two here. Um, I'm not going to finish this video. I think we got enough out of that. Uh, real quick, man, if you guys are going to order any food tonight, use take a break deliveries all throughout central Mississippi. They'll get it delivered to you. Food, beer, liquor, and more. Go to their website. Check it out. You will be surprised at what all take a break deliveries has to offer. If there's a liquor store in your community, you can get liquor delivered. Um, there, if you sell beer in your community, you can get beer delivered. You can get cigarettes delivered. I mean, so if they got it at a convenience store, they offer it there. So if you've had, uh, had too much to drink, don't need to drive, need something delivered to the house, or just don't feel like getting out, whatever the case may be, take a break deliveries. They got a ton of locally owned businesses on their restaurants and of course your favorite national chains as well. So check them out and you not only are you supporting one local business, you're supporting two most of the time. If you're in the mood for pizza, Hit up uh, Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's right there on the Take a Break Deliveries app and uh, support two locally owned businesses and two Clay Edwards show sponsors in one fell swoop. And here's the deal. Use the promo code CLAY601, all caps, and you're going to get $5 off your delivery fee, which basically means you're not paying any extra to get your food delivered. Can you beat that? No, but hey, look, tip, tip them dang drivers. They're good folks. I know we have several Take a Break Deliveries drivers that listen to this show every day. And uh, shout out to them. And uh, be sure you tip them. Let them know you appreciate them. I'm running my mouth here for another few seconds because we've got our top of the hour break. I hate to bog it down, <laughs> talk, getting into any heated stuff. But we got some things we're going to talk about on the other side here. Oh, hit that Take a Break Deliveries app up to download it from your favorite app store. It's veteran-owned. Did I mention that? Veteran-owned. So that goes a long way here with this audience, I know. But when we come back, we're going to dive into all kind of culture war stuff with Sean Yorkron on 103.9 WYB. Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. 
I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. Welcome back in. It's hour two of The Realist Show on radio, your daily dose of reality radio. This is The Clay Edwards Show Live in the ClayEdwardsShow.com studios with Sean Yurt-Karan joining me this morning. Uh, we're going to get into a little culture war stuff or uh, left versus right type stuff, and uh, we're going to have a good time this morning. But this segment brought to you by Guns and Gear. I finally did it, guys. I went to Guns and Gear and bought a dang gun. That two twenty nine 9mm special we had last week. Oh, really? You went and got that? Your boy got it. All right. Man, nice little Taurus. Um, I should have, you know, because, because of legal reasons, you know, because you got to fill out that form. It takes a day or two because I don't have my concealed carry. Okay. Which I don't know why I haven't gone and done that. Anyway, I should be picking it up today or tomorrow, but went out there, did all the paperwork, got to hang out with the guys. So shout out to the Guns of Gear crew. They are Clay we show listeners. And they also said, man, People have been coming in here, and we heard your name once in the last week. We've heard it 10 times. So thank y'all for letting them know where you heard it. That goes a long way with this whole operation we have. I think uh, they have a great name, too. The name of their business is really good. It just gets catchy. You know, it's, it's really easy. Catchy. Yeah. But some, some people overthink it. Now, I, I, too, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in two camps. I like cool names like that, and I like people who put their name on the building. Mm-hmm. You know, one or the other. Right, and, right. Uh, and you get to meet Hunter, the, the owner of it, every time you walk in the door. So, just good people. Yeah, just hearing on your show before I was on, I was like, okay, well, now I can think of a place to go get a gun, because guns and gear, it just sticks in your head. You yeah, know, it's easy, those, man. Yeah. It's easy in, easy out, right there on 51 North in Gluckstadt at Yandale Road. And uh, they just put a booze smokehouse barbecue thing right beside it, so it's easy to find. You can smell it from a mile away. And look, when you go in, man, it's so much more than just a gun store. They offer gunsmithing. Uh, coating. they have a ton of accessories. They've always got plenty of ammo. There. And in fact, they're the home of no limit ammo. In a lot of places, because there's just been shortages for the last few years on mm-hmm. ammo, Guns and Gear it just says, hey, you know, if you if you buy if you show up to buy it all, you can buy it all. Uh, there's no, no reserve, no holding, none of that stuff. So go check them out. Uh, their deal of the day yesterday, and that's, I'm telling you, follow them on social media for their deals of the day. That's how we found out about those $229 uh, 9 millimeters. Is It's a Benelli M2 12-gauge Turkey Gun 3. I don't know what all that means, but it sounds good. It's a pre-owned, and it was only eight ninety nine. Uh, oh, here's another great deal for you turkey hunters out there. 15% off right now, all turkey shotgun shells. So you can't go wrong there. Or is turkey the brand? I don't know. Either way. Get out there, check them out, get 15% off on all turkey shotgun shells at Guns and Gear on 51 North. You can shop them online, gunsandgearms.com. Let them know you heard it here on the show. All right, Sean, uh, real quick, before we jump into the national stuff, mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> this show butters its bread on local stuff, and I didn't get a chance to talk about this online much yesterday because I was very, very busy, and then I ended up going to that game last night, but... I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about this uh, alleged murderer 
escaped convict, Dylan Arrington, murdering this man uh, right there uh, on 55 at Old Byron Road, Elton Road, in that area. Yeah. I believe it happened technically in Jackson. I, I think that uh, based on right there where that is and where the county line is, I think it happened, not county line, but where Byron, Jackson turns into Byron. Right, yeah. I, I believe that happened in the city limits of Jackson. I'm splitting hairs there. I just want to make sure I get get it right mm-hmm. logistically here. But very sad deal. The man they killed, I'm looking for his name here. Manhunt underway. Okay, this is an older ad. I think it was Anthony Watts was his name, if I remember correctly. I think that's what I read. Okay, I think that's good. What it was. Let's see. I think it was Anthony Watts. Anthony Watts. Okay, great. Yeah. Thank you. Um, A preacher. All and around. D-Lo. Yeah, just everything I hear, just a great, great individual. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he's a good Samaritan. This this idiot has just wrecked his motorcycle. Mm-hmm. He pulls up to help him. The man kills him. Yeah. He takes his truck. Uh, and th- so I, I want to do a bigger picture thing here. Mm-hmm. This goes back to my thoughts or the conversation we had on this show the day after or the Monday after the St. Paddy's Day parade shootings. Yeah. Um, the, if you believe the whole story down there as presented, the two people that got killed, uh, one of them was being a good Samaritan helping the guy, uh, helping the girl who was being beat by the guy. <clears throat> so there's been some holes punched in that story since it's happened. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to do all that, but just that it's face value. Good Samaritan killed mm-hmm. for trying to help out here. The fireman you're talking about, though, yeah. The right? fireman, Josh was his Josh. Name? Yep. yep, Josh killed for trying to be a good Samaritan. This fella killed being a good Samaritan. Yeah, and I'd asked the question the day after that, and we had we got a ton of messages and calls on it. At some point, you know, and this ain't even got nothing to do with Jackson, but it just seems to keep happening in Jackson. Do you have to really question? being a good Samaritan anymore. And it's like, man, I, I know I just saw something bad. Somebody just wrecked a dang motorcycle 99,999 times out of 100,000. I need to stop and help that guy. But this one time I get killed, I could get killed doing it. Does it stop you from doing it? Or do I just think human instincts take over. Like I could sit here and tell you, no, I'm just going to keep on rolling. Right. But when I see something happen, I think human instincts take over and you just stop and help because that's what you feel like you're supposed to do yeah i would hope that it doesn't stop people from helping i mean i think that's kind of what separates us from animals right we're yeah. gonna we're gonna we're gonna help our neighbor i mean and that's what i think i hope people continue to do that and and obviously there's inherent risks with that but you know i hope that doesn't stop people from trying to help out yeah i mean i'm just sitting here now thinking you know i, I don't know that i would stop in jackson helping anybody but then i think well, what if my daughter was in a wreck i'd want somebody to stop and mm-hmm. check on them you know I, yeah that's a tough deal, man. And look, I don't know. I hadn't dug extremely deep into it. I don't know what Dylan did, Arrington. The the yeah, like I don't know what he was originally in jail for. Okay, yeah, I don't know either. You know, but uh, I was having a conversation with somebody last night, and I I, I, don't, I think it goes without saying this guy ain't being taken alive. Yeah, I. And it doesn't seem like that, right? It's it's like a, a, suicide yeah. by cop at minimum. He, they remind me, well, do you remember the, the pawn shop there in South Jackson and the guy yeah. got killed a few years ago? Uh, absolutely. This horrible, yeah. nice man. Yep. Got, yeah, and uh, this reminded me of that yeah, for Bill, some reason. Bills. Bills, yeah. yeah. And that remind, this reminded me of that for some reason. I think they caught the, that couple that did it, though. Up in, uh, up in Kentucky, I believe, is right. where they caught them. And they had a shootout with the cops up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, this guy seems like he's not going alive the way. I mean, if you're going to shoot a guy that's trying to help you with your motorcycle wreck, you're obviously pretty violent and dangerous. And well, they think they've uh, narrowed him down to him being up in Leake County. 
Mm. Um, a tipster says they saw him in a trailer on their property. Deputies responded to that trailer and saw backpacks and other evidence that it was recently occupied. So they may be getting close to him. Okay. They'll get him. We'll I see. mean, I'm sure they'll get him. He'll he'll run, he'll run out of money or whatever. And any, any update on the other three or two or three? Or that I escaped? haven't seen a thing. Not a word. So well, actually, weren't they? Didn't they can't find something in Texas? I thought maybe, maybe that's right. Maybe so. We'll we'll have to see. I uh, got a text here on the Guns and Gear text line from Claire. She says, "Um, give me one second. Let me. Right, I had to update." Uh, Claire says the the kid Dylan shot at us last year. He stole my son in law's truck from Terry. His father just died in prison. Daryl Arrington, aka Flash, he has been carjacking for several years now. So. Claire, thank you for that. Um, well, what a piece of crap. Yeah. You know? So yeah. uh, society will be a better place without him. Man, I just uh, I feel bad for the family of that uh, pastor that got killed. That was just horrible. I do, too. And, you know, that's got the potential. You know, you get a piece of crap white trash like this. Mm-hmm. Killed a good killed a good uh, black man. Was I didn't know his race, the, the, yeah. the pastor. Is he black or white? I have no I idea. I b- believe it was a black man. Was okay. I saw. Yeah. I mean, unless I saw something wrong, but... Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, that stuff like that that sets race relations back miles around here, mm-hmm. too. You get some idiot do something like that. But, yeah. yeah. And, I, and again, I may be wrong on the guy's race. I thought I saw a picture of a black man. So if I'm wrong, I do apologize. Mm-hmm. But uh, either way, uh, had to mention that because big story there. So, hey, look, be careful while these people are out on the run, by the way. I mean, that happened right over there close to where I grew up. And,. That's just a bad deal. But, you know, we were talking about it yesterday. Or actually, not we. I heard Kingfish calling the Kim Wade show yesterday and brought up that that happened around 4 o'clock. Well, according to all my sources, that deal happened around 4 o'clock yesterday, uh, two days ago. I found out about it around 9 o'clock from one of my sources. By the way, I got a text from Kingfish. He said it was the gold coin store. Yeah, Bill's that's, Gold Coin yeah, Store. That's yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. I thought it was calling a pawn shop. I just, yeah, that was one of my dad's good friends. Um, that was terrible. Terrible situation there. Bill's Golden Coin. Um, mm-hmm. So Kim had called, I mean, I'm sorry, Kingfish called in the Kim show yesterday. And one of the things they brought up was how nobody, none of the other agencies really knew about this. Like, the, from a communications standpoint, this story was very, didn't get out. You know, it was like, I po- I made a post saying, "Hey, I'm here, and there was a capital murder and a carjack, a carjacking mm-hmm. and a capital murder on 55 yeah. around Elton Road, according to some people that were listening to some scanners and this, that, and the other." Right. So I just made a post that, "Hey, unconfirmed, here's what I'm hearing happen." I actually had people accuse me of making stuff up. Oh, really? Yeah, which it happens more than you would like. Think. It's so shocking. There was a capital murder that happened in Jackson. Yeah, like, like that's like some like it's on yeah, a space at, landing at, at nine thirty <laughs> at night, right before I go to bed. Let me let me just throw out a lie real quick. Right, you know? capital murder. I mean, it's pretty believable. Capital yeah. murder in Jackson. And I, and I wake up with I guess some people had saw my post and that, that are a little more familiar, and they were like, "Yeah, there's a bolo for a red Dodge mm. truck." Well, I didn't see that till the morning till yesterday morning, and I'm thinking, no point in resharing this. It's eight hours, ten hours later. Yeah. You know, they've they, they've got him or he's long gone, one or the other, or the news channels have stepped in by now. It was when I left this show yesterday at 10 o'clock that I got a notification, I think, from the local news channels mm-hmm. about the whole situation. Right. And I'm not saying they're like, oh, look at me, I broke a story. I'm just saying like somewhere there was a massive communications breakdown in what happened versus mm-hmm. it get the word getting out and being able to have an effective bolo. Okay. That, huh. That's, that's, that's interesting. I don't I didn't even notice that. You know, and look, I I don't like pointing the finger at law enforcement, but something happened. Something 
major breakdown of communication out of Hines County between the mm-hmm. between the escape the escapees getting out that mm-hmm. that many being able to escape in one fell swoop something went wrong there. Well, Clay, I know stories back in years ago that these some of these guys would leave the jail at night, go see their girlfriends, hang out at the club, and go back before the morning. You know that was that's I mean there was a common this is before Tyree was sheriff, of uh, course. But my, my, my old buddy Micah. Was out there and um, he was a trustee or at some point he he'd be in a truck all the time drive to Jackson hang out go back yeah I mean this, that it, and the other I think this has just been going on for like twenty years or more over there I mean yeah. it's just been a it's been a it, it's just it's a, it's a poorly built facility it needs we need a new one that's it I mean yeah. they need to tear it down and we need a new one I mean that's just I can't it's hard for me to put it on the sheriff because this has been a sheriff after sheriff after sheriff has dealt with the same situation there and I just think it, it's time we got to build a new jail. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you on all that, but I'm just saying it, that feels like lack of supervision. Mm-hmm. Well, it's that, hard to get people to work out there. I mean, it's not a fun job, right? I mean, it's a, it's a tough tough to yeah. find people to work at that jail. It's, it's dangerous for one thing. I mean, it's, a, it's underpaid. underpaid. Yeah. It's not something anybody just wants to go do. Like, I mean, I knew a lot of people that worked at the sheriff's department for my years. Nobody wanted to go out to the jail. I mean, that wasn't like something like, man, I'm volunteering to go to the jail. I mean, it wasn't something they really wanted to do. Yeah. Nobody wants to be out there. It's a terrible situation for everybody. And uh, it's just something I think the public needs to understand that like that we need a new jail. We just yeah. we have to have one. Oh, absolutely, and not not to make light, not to make a joke here, but if you've ever been out there, you know it stinks out there too. Yeah, it's horrible. I mean, I mean it does. I mean, it's just a, it's a the 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 smell of body odor just reeks throughout the mm-hmm. entire facility. And I mean, I'm just saying, if you're going to go work there, that's a terrible place to work. Yeah, uh, we don't normally take calls right before breaks, but I do want to hear what Derek has to say because Derek's a, a volunteer. Uh, hey, Derek, you going to tune me up for that? Now, hey, I just wanted to say real quick that um, to, with your, your host, um, as far as, like, conditions in any jail, nobody wants to work in any correctional facility because of the rules that they make you operate under that liberals, okay, have put in place. It seems like prisoners get more rights in jail than they did when they were out of jail. And I'm not talking about going there and just violating people's basic, you know, dignities and things like that. But if you look at some of the stuff you got up that they that they get to complain about their inmate grievances and things like that, no self-respecting alpha male wants to work in a jail. This is why they're dominated by women because only females will fall for that that foo foo nonsense. Yes, sir. Hello? Yeah, we're here. We're listening to you. Yeah, only only you you could only get females to work in correctional facilities because it's like one big daycare. Oh, my food's too cold. My food's too hot. I didn't get this. I want to complain about that. I don't like the way this correctional officer look looked at me. I don't like the way he talks to me. They get to file all these grievances because some liberal group felt like their poor rights were being trampled on. Well, first of all, I thought when you go to prison or jail, you lose your rights. That's the whole point of being under arrest. Well, you Derek, understand? I don't mean to interrupt you, Derek. I mean, I don't know. I can't speak to other jails, but as in the Hines County Jail, oh, I mean, there's I, been, I can. I mean, I can. There, I mean, I'm just, I'm just, from my experience of, you know, of course, I've never ran the jail, worked in the jail, but considering all the things that have happened out there, there's been many deaths. I think we all know about that. There are riots, those sorts of things. I think there's obviously an issue that we all can see there, though, that's happened over the course of at least the last 15 years. Okay, okay, fair enough. But if you look at any correctional facility, whether it's a state penitentiary or a federal prison or a local jail the 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 jobs there are a revolving door because you have to operate under so much crap that was put in place by liberals 
Who in their right mind wants to do that? Who wants to coddle another grown man for the most part? Think about it. That's why you mainly see females out there because that motherly instinct kicks in. And more often than not, this is, it's mostly females that brings in contraband and helps these guys escape in, in, in most situations and get pregnant by them. So, again, you have a, you have a cultural issue at the jail to begin with because no strong alpha man like myself or Clay or any, any other person wants to work there where they got to coddle a grown man. Would you, Clay? Oh, absolutely not. And hey, look, and, I, and I, I'll speak for Sean here. He's a bit of an alpha himself too. He just it, it, it's hell out there, Derek. I got to take my break, brother. Thank you for the alpha male compliment, and uh, keep listening. Okay, Mike. Peace. Thanks, Derek. All right, let's take a break real quick. Come back, and I want to unpack that a little bit. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean York Cron live here in the one hundred three point nine WYAB Clay Edwards Show dot com studios. We'll be right back. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Lakeland Glass and Tint. For all your home, car, and business window tinting needs, Lakeland Glass and Tint. Windshields, Lakeland Glass and Tint. Automo gla- automo, automo. Automobile Glass Repair Replacement, Lakeland Glass and Tint. And hey, they do vehicle wraps now too. So turn your vehicle into a rolling billboard. Also, it ain't just vehicles. If you want, you got a business, for example, you want to, you got a big wall there that you would like to get your logo or some kind of mural uh, done on. You don't have to pay one of these guys to come in and paint it. Lakeland Glass and Tent can design that for you and get it hung up for you like wallpaper, basically. And it looks really cool. It's a great use of space. And, uh, you know, restaurants, you can get your menu done up like that and put on the wall. I can think of a million awesome ideas that you could do with uh, wrapping walls inside a building in a business. Great stuff there. Motivational quotes, churches, get uh, get some scripture hung up there, whatever. Lakeland Glass and Tent can do it all. Shop them online, lakelandglassandtent.com, or give them a call today. 601-946-1000, where quality matters. Sean, let's just jump straight. I did confirm that Mr. Anthony Watts was a black guy, and that was just relevant because white kid Mm -hmm. and race relations are already tense around here. So when something like that happens, yeah, like back when I was with the DA's office, there was we had that the big one of the biggest cases we had was Daryl Denman, the guy from yeah. Rankin County that came over and ran yeah. over James Craig Anderson. Well, that's the case we had, which yeah. was kind were, of you, were you a part of that? Uh, I worked on it, Lucy, but it was not my case. I'd love to have a long form conversation about that sometime. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because <clears throat> I remember when the, obviously I remember when that happened. But here's a rabbit hole. We're going to avoid it for now, but we will come back. Yeah, to that at sure. some point. Let's jump straight in here. We, we, we I've been wanting to talk about this Tucker stuff with you, and. Mm-hmm. As most people know, Tucker Carlson and uh, Don Lemon got fired on the same day from their respective networks, Fox and CNN. Obviously, in my opinion, one got fired because millions of people watch him, and one got fired because nobody watched him. Mm-hmm. But do you, <laughs> He was great on New Year's Eve when he got drunk. He was, it was, it was so much fun to watch Don on New Year's Eve in New Orleans. or I think he's from New Orleans, and, and that, was that, that I, I really enjoyed. Yeah, and you know, and I, I'm probably one of the few people who did not have a problem with that. Now, yeah, I, no, I thought it was great. It yeah. was like people watching. Like, I mean, that's what people are watching for. Yeah, it was yeah. great. He was like going to all these 
bars in the quarter, getting doing shots is awesome. Yeah, I have no problem with that. Yeah. I, I I promote a good time. Yeah, I'm right. Never, I'm, I'm never here to tell people don't have fun. He was better at that than he was on the air. I always yeah. thought he was like, this is what he's good at doing. He could have done it. This no no knock on Anthony Bourdain, but you could have put him doing some kind of Anthony Bourdain. Yeah, type show. he was great at that kind of stuff. I yep. thought he was really entertaining, and his his show wasn't. I, I never I wasn't. I liked Chris Cuomo more than his show, and and uh, but yeah, he, he was really good at that. Like I think that's a great idea. The Bourdain angle for yeah. him would have worked really well. Adventures with mm-hmm. adventures been... in, in Lamone Land. Yeah, yeah. So they both get fired. And right. the, one of the questions I posed to to you, maybe you had a Facebook post or Therese did, but I just brought up the fact. I said, could this be – actually, I said it in my TikTok video thing. I said, could this be the news channels get, gearing away from, shifting away from the partisan angle Mm-hmm. I know CNN got bought, and that's what they said. Yeah, they've actually older. said that. Yeah. That's what they've said that they are that Don was part of that Trump era mm-hmm. kind of, of message they were giving, and that they want to change the uh, the view of the network around the public of more of going back to more of a middle of the road network than being so a partisan. News channel. Yeah. But not an yeah. opinion channel, right? And look, I, I, I welcome that. So do I. I think it's a great, great idea for them to do. They were CNN was that at one point in time. Yeah. They were, and then it's just you know shifted. C- CNN was, was omnipresent, mm-hmm. and that's a word I like to use. CNN was omnipresent with the news. Something you just referred to national news as CNN, right? If something happened, you turned it to CNN. Yeah, you know, it, like, like they really blew up when that little girl fell in the well, right? The Jessica boy, something, right? Jessica? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I remember that. Like, that and then the Bernie and and Wolf were in the. In the hotel in Baghdad in 91, yes. and they got under the bed, and they were reporting from under the bed. Yeah, I remember yeah. all that. And then, right. of course, 9-11, there were more news channels by then. Mm-hmm. But, you know, CNN and Fox News, they really rose. And Fox News especially rose to prominence and grabbed a hold of the whole murder, sure. red, white, and blue stuff in, during that time. And uh, then, of course, the uh, well, coming out of the Bush election debacle, mm-hmm. the hanging chads, all that stuff. Right. And Anyway, but... CNN's foreign, by the way, I don't know if you watch their foreign coverage about their war reporting, is excellent. Yeah. Like, they actually, that is something they do very well, is there's a war reporting, whether whatever war it is, they're mm-hmm. very good at that. So, do you, Fox News, there's a lot of rumors over there, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I brought up the point, I said, man, I, I would be willing to bet, they just wanted out from under that, they're going to have to pay that $50 million or so a year, some of the estimates that Tucker right. is getting. And 75 actually is what he brings in ad revenue. I don't know what his salary is, but what yeah. he brings into the network, I read, is the figure is about 70. It's actually 77.5 million. I wrote because, that down. You know, yeah. if you'll remember when they fired Bill O'Reilly, because mm-hmm. he missed the whole Trump era. Yeah, he, right. like, he missed the whole, all that. They fired Bill O'Reilly, who was the number one guy. Yeah. And people thought, what are they doing? Now, his was a legitimate firing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, right. He had some you problems. Know, sexual harassment. Unlike uh, everybody, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. it's pretty. Right. I don't think it was even harassment. It was beyond harassment. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and I, look, I was never really an O'Reilly guy anyway. I, that, he was kind of that old school era. I just didn't like him. He was popular in like the early the early Bush years, I remember. Yeah. And I would watch it. I'm not obviously not a Fox News fan, but I would watch his show then. And he kind of switched. Then he got, became more of an author over the years, too. Yeah. I know that. Doing but, the books and stuff. Yeah. And those are actually the yeah, killing. Yeah, they're really good. The, the yeah. killing series or whatever. Mm-hmm. Those are good. Um, So. People thought they lost their mind, and they replaced Bill O'Reilly with Tucker. Yeah, and you know I remember like Tucker wearing, wearing the bow ties on MSNBC and stuff. Oh, he started out and his career started out in CNN, right? Mm-hmm. He did it's uh, I think it was Spin Room is the show's name, and then he did Crossfire, which I used to love at that time. And then he actually he moved to PBS after that. That's right. And then he moved to PBS for like two or three years. Then he went to Fox News. 
Oh, wait, excuse me. Then he went to MSNBC. He was MSNBC for three years, and then he went to Fox News. So he's been he's had an evolution of the way he's you know his news reporting has gone. Yeah, and I mean over the last few years, I think he's been the. He's been our on the right. He's been our biggest voice. Right. Yeah. I think there's no. I don't think there's any. I think he's the most watched cable news host in history. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's right. Yeah. So, I, you know, I some people think he's playing 4D chess, and I'm just going to tell y'all, you guys who always talk about the these they're playing 4D chess. He got himself fired. I, y'all, y'all, y'all lost me with the 4D chess stuff during uh the the post 2020 election. Trump playing 4D chess. And he's putting all these people in play, all the QAnon stuff. I never want to hear 4D chess again. Um, so anytime somebody says, uh, no, this is all part of a bigger plan, a mm-hmm. plot, I don't think that's the case. I think he got fired. It was unexpected. He thought he was going to work Monday. They told him an hour before they announced it, I read. Yeah. An hour before they announced it. I heard he ran, he rubbed Lachlan Murdoch the wrong way, and that was a lot to do with it, where his yeah. relationship with Lachlan Murdoch had soured over the years, and Tucker became too, you know, kind of like everybody does, they lose humility, and they become so powerful, and Tucker kind of was at that point where I think his, maybe his arrogance at the station turned Lachlan off against him, and that's where it kind of pushed him out. And then, of course, his Dominion settlement was like the nail in the coffin. Yeah, and I think, you know, some people are saying that it may have been in the Dominion thing that they fired. I, I don't know. If that's well, he said a lot of stuff in text messages that weren't great Yeah, for well, them. I'm sure embarrassed them pretty good. And, I mean, heck, if you had to write a check for almost a billion dollars over the course of whatever time, you'd be kind of mad, too. Eh, sure, but you, you know, I don't know if I fire the one person that can help bring that money back. Yeah, I, and I don't know if his firing had so much to do with they're worried about another lawsuit happening as it had to do with just his power, right? Like he had become such a huge media presence. Mm-hmm. I think they wanted to cut the head off, right? Like that's kind of what it looked and like. That, and that's the conversation you and I were having online the other day mm-hmm. was, I don't think these news channels were ever built or designed or had the business model for superstar news anchors right? and, and, and opinion guys. Yeah, And it's like, man, you know what? It, because if he let's say he generates seventy five million, but you got to pay him fifty, that's twenty five million, which in in that world ain't a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, big picture, can you just you just take that? You get back to nonpartisan, and you just be what you are. And somebody mm-hmm. said they're kind of trimming down too because they're maybe getting ready to sell Fox News. Really, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, that was another uh, thing I saw. And I know that BlackRock just bought a bunch of it and mm-hmm. 17% or something like that. I'm not good at numbers, right? But it's interesting. It's an interesting theory. It's interesting to see how it's going to play out because Tucker can go name his price. Yeah, but I mean, if you look at it, I did read this too. Fox News is making a bet that he's going to go the way of every other host, Megyn Kelly, Bill O'Reilly. And then if you look over at CNN, like Chris Cuomo, where once they lose the platform, they're they're kind of non-entities at that point. I think I've actually thought of this. I don't know if I texted you this or not, but I think they should. I think CNN should throw a Hail Mary here. And what I would do is I'd hire Tucker if I was them because that way – you may not agree with what he has to say, but you bring in a whole new audience to your network that wasn't watching before. And if they're going to watch Tucker, they may watch the hour before Tucker or the hour after Tucker. And I think it kind of, it, it, I think it'd be a great idea for their. I don't know if a lot of people over there would be really happy about that, but it just kind of, I think that would be an interesting uh, well, thing yeah. to do. I mean, look, Hannity loses his lead in. Right, he does. You know, that's big in TV world. Your lead in show mm-hmm. to them. It's going to be, let's take a break. When we come back, let's just pick this back up because um, there's a lot to unpack here. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Join here live in studio with Sean Yurtkron. If y'all got any opinions on the Tucker Carlson stuff, we'd love to hear from y'all this morning. Uh, the phone line, 601-879-0002. The Guns and Gear text line, 
769-241-1944. I see I got about 10 unread messages. We'll get to those two when we come back here on the Clay Edwards Show. Shout out to my folks over at George's Catering and Museum Cafe, too. They're listening this morning. We'll be right back. Breaking rules when necessary. We got a little breaking news here coming into the uh, Clay Edwards Show news desk here at WYAB. Thanks to everybody listening and shooting me this information. Uh, unconfirmed, uh, Dylan Arrington is in a standoff with police in Leake County. He has sh- an officer has allegedly been shot. Uh, that's unconfirmed. But uh, I, I tend to trust sources on these things. This is the guy that... This is the, the guy escapee. that killed the preacher. Oh, man. This is the guy from the from the I-55 shooting, mm-hmm. the motorcycle wreck that killed the Good Samaritan. He is currently in a standoff. Uh, I'm getting a ton of reports of massive police presence heading towards Leake County from all surrounding areas. We will keep you updated on this story as it develops. Well, our prayers go out to those officers, too. And uh, let me just type one thing here. I did post this on Facebook. I just want to update that it was in Leake County. All right. Got that done. So we were talking about the – it's hard to shift gears back to this when you have that kind of news. Right. <clears throat> but we were talking about the Tucker stuff. What well, Here's what I think, and I understand Fox hedging their bet a little bit, mm-hmm. saying, you know, we think we're bigger. No, Nobody's n- – the, the, He's bigger than the game, right? <laughs> you know, that one, kind of thing. One monkey don't stop a show. Yeah, right. And, and – uh, and, right. they, and it won't. I mean, people are still going to watch Fox News that sure. do. And, and here's why. People can say they're boycotting, yada, yada, yada. I actually quit watching Fox News, but I quit watching all news, yep. national news. There's enough websites I can get get it on mm-hmm. demand. And I, I would always listen to Tucker's opening monologue on my wide end in the morning from the day from the previous day. Right. But um, I think Tucker will do fine. I think Tucker could go start TuckerCarlson.com mm-hmm. and do a subscription service. I bet you if he started it tomorrow, I bet you at minimum a half million people would sign up at $10 a month, $15 a month to, to watch Tucker nightly. Yeah, and, he's and got a lot of options, I think, for sure. Right? He could definitely do a Russian night. state media at, offered him a job yesterday. I yeah. saw that. <laughs> so yeah, there's like, a job for him. He could create his own daily wire where you have yeah. – because he was getting into – on the Fox Nation thing, was getting into producing he these, was doing that, right. yeah. these documentaries and stuff. And I think that's probably where his, his deal is at. Does he want to do a nightly show? I'll say this, going, at, going into the 2024 election, you hate to lose – the right's biggest voice. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure somebody else will come come behind him, though. I mean... Well, yeah, I mean, people are going to get their... Clay Edwards is available. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Look, uh, I, I almost did a face... brought back my old Facebook Lives the other night. I was like, well, Tucker's not on at 7. There's my studio Who right is there. on at 7 on Fox now? Man, they just... They plugged in Brian Kilmeade or whatever. Okay. Just into the spot. But it ain't the Tucker Carlson show. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people are saying, you know, Tuck, now you've got people, like, legitimate... If there's such a thing left, news people um, saying that they, a lot of the rumblings were that it would be a Tucker, a Carlson Trump ticket in 2024. Right. I, I just, I have to think that Trump and DeSantis get their act together and that's the ticket. I don't think so, Clay. I don't, they don't, they don't look like they're. It doesn't the, feel like it. It doesn't feel like it to me. I think Trump's, I think Trump's like, I think his ego's too big for that. And maybe DeSantis is too. Maybe so, but I, you know, the, the play would be DeSantis, Trump. If let's just presume they win, right? Mm-hmm. Then you get Trump for four more years, and the the VP next man up, right? Right. After, after just four years instead of eight, and does DeSantis have enough steam to still be relevant 
in four years or six years from now, especially if he alienates Trump voters in a in a war mm-hmm. in the primaries. And also, what I, mean, I don't know if you probably read the same thing. Apparently, DeSantis is not very good at retail politics. Like, and that's kind of just like yeah. we, we talked about before. These guys that come out there like, oh, this guy's going to be the next president of the United States. Well, you never hear of them again, right? Like Scott Walker in 16. Like, you just never – you never hear of these guys. Mm-hmm. They come out. They're like, they're the, the favorite, and then they're gone. So I think, I think you know, DeSantis had all this steam, and then he went out there and actually talked to people. And they're like, well, this guy doesn't really have a personality. Yeah. And now they don't like him. He's so. a good soundbite. Right, right. And they said it's because he's used to those – big media market campaigns in Florida. And so when we went to like on that book tour in Iowa and he actually had to shake someone's hand, they were like, this guy's kind of weird. You know, yeah, they and there's, like a, him. there's a super PAC that's got some commercials for him running already. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's kind of on national, like on Fox News on the national level and stuff. And they're just your very generic cookie cutter, mm-hmm. you know, sound bites of him. But I mean, it's good. It, it is what it is. Right. I just think that, man, do we, does America, does the conservative side have the stomach for a civil war? with itself with Trump versus DeSantis and man a, a Tucker Carlson Donald Trump ticket sounds great as a conservative right to sure me. yeah uh, but, but Tucker that, won't even want to be VP I mean if I was Tucker I wouldn't I'd be like I'd rather be on you know on, on in the media but see same thing though could Tucker get sit there and say I, I I can be I can be number two for four years right and then there's no civil war I'm the guy you know what Benjamin Franklin called the vice president his uh, superfluous excellency. So I mean, I don't know that like ah, that's it's it's a it's a it's a ceremonial position almost. You know. Yeah. So so let's take the let's take that. Out. I do. I, I I couldn't not mention that because it's been said a lot. Let's take that out of there. I think what Tucker does is like I said a second ago. I think he creates his own media empire mm-hmm. and a subscription based type deal, or he gets a huge chunk of the Daily Wire to go over there and do everything and you already just use their infrastructure right and whatnot. And look, there's gonna be there's a lot of smart people with a lot of money that know that Tucker is money. Yeah. That, that would gladly and he could probably do this whole thing without having to come out the pocket a penny and on fifty one percent. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely got a lot of career options now. I mean, I think more so than before he went to Fox. I mean, he got on Fox because he was on MSNBC yep. and uh, you know PBS before that. But I think yeah, he's got a lot. He's got a lot of options. But I we, still we think also that, don't know what NDAs. I mean, not non-disclosure. Uh, what's the other one's called where you can't work for somewhere for a certain time? Oh, non-compete clause. Non-compete, yeah. yeah not well, I don't know if that counts if they non- fire you, though, right? I don't know if does that work if they fire you. I, I don't even have to look that up. I don't know. Well, I think I, if you leave voluntarily, that's in effect. But if they fire you, I think it's well, a little different. It depends on the buyout. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd, have to, I'd have to read that. I don't know. I'm just thinking. They, but they actually, did they buy him out or they fired? Because he hired a lawyer yesterday. You see that? Mm-mm. Him and Don Lemon hired the same lawyer. Interesting. They hired the same lawyer. And uh, and I, so it seems to me that there's some issues there when they both end up hiring this high-powered Hollywood lawyer. Yeah. So I mean, I'm just thinking if you buy somebody out of their contract, there's typically going to be a, even if you get fired, a lot of times they're still the non-compete stuff. Even if they mm-hmm. fire you, I guess that's in the contract. Again, everybody's is different. Yeah, we'd have to see whatever his contract is. I don't know or what the terms of it were. Interesting. Hey, I got a confirmation here real quick that that shooting, the 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 standoff with Arrington is in fact in Leak County. Uh, I'm getting that from some law enforcement folks. So yep, yeah, y'all say a prayer for uh, we we have had an officer shot in a standoff with uh, Dylan Arrington. Let's see here. I got another text that's confirmed it was an escapee that shot Leake County deputy. He was barricaded in a friend's house. It was a shot to the leg, and it's not life-threatening, so that is good. I know uh, Democrats love to say just shoot him in the leg. And uh, so that's 
probably not the best time for a joke. Yeah. But uh, shot in the leg. All right, Leak County deputy shot in the leg by Arrington in a standoff. My friend Scott told me last night that he didn't see this in any other way except that kid doing suicide by cop. Right. Or, or suicide, you know, get himself killed by the police. Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, he's in for a, he's for, he's in for a, a long road if he gets caught, right, I would think. So. Yeah. Going, well, see. I would know he is, yeah. Let's expedite the process a little bit here. <laughs> I'm not going to advocate for that, but whatever happens, happens, right? Yeah. So what, what do you think uh, Tucker does? What I think Tucker does, I don't, I think he probably does what you say. I think he's going to probably do something online, some sort of medium like that. I don't think, I mean, I think it'd be interesting if CNN would hire him. I think that would actually be something that really cool if they hired him and then they hired, there was another liberal host, like we were just talking the break, Donna Brazil or they, David Axelrod, and they would they, do the rebuttal. I think that would be a great a set, series, like his show, then their show. And then you bring all these viewers that weren't watching that network in and. Look, I feel like one of these these networks are leaving a lot of money on the table mm-hmm. by just saying we're conservative, we're liberal. I love right. the idea of getting both. Yeah, because we don't have that anymore. It's just it, it, we used to kind of, but now we don't. We have like I'm going to go watch my liberal station and I'm going to go watch my conservative station. I mean, like, people can say what they want to about this show, but at the end of the day, we'll talk to anybody. Hell, you, mm-hmm. you and I don't agree. Right. A lot. You know, I think if you're just looking at it strict, uh, from a business standpoint. Why would you want to be an echo chamber for just one thing? Yeah, I think, and that's what I think it was saying. Which CNN wants to shift directions because during the Trump era, it was it sold soap to hate on Trump if you're on the liberal side, and it sold soap to defend him, even ridiculously sometimes on the right. So I think both of those went to these extremes during that era. Maybe that's just because yeah. that's the personality that Donald Trump is, and he creates those kinds of divisions in people. But now they want to get away from that, and I think it, if CNN's able to actually successfully pull this pull this off, then you know. The Hail Mary would be hiring Tucker because that would be that would show that hey look we're 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 in the middle now guys yeah. or does or does he say um, I just don't want to be handcuffed by by big corporate media stuff you know we'll see let's yeah we'll br- see let's take a break real quick come back land the plane for the day with Sean Yorkcron here on the Clay Edwards Show we'll be right back. Necessary. Welcome back into. The Clay Edwards Show, as we land the plane for the day, here with my buddy Sean Yurtkaran. Oh, uh, Sean, good stuff today. Yeah, sounds great, man. It you was know, fun. Uh, we got some breaking news there uh, with about the Arrington deal, the mm-hmm. Dylan Arrington. Uh, I expect him to be deceased or locked up here in a matter of moments. He, he didn't pick a good profession, let's put it that way. It wasn't he, I mean, and so when we find out he... he the apple don't fall far from the tree, according mm-hmm. to a text we got from Claire. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Speaking of text, um, you guys blew us up on the text today. So let me see real quick. Uh, about DeSantis, uh, unknown texture. DeSantis will stay away from Donald Trump as a VP and candidate. He's only 44, wildly popular. He'll sit it out and run next time. DJT destroys too many people. I, I agree 100% on you would just feel like you would want to stay away from that. Uh, what Donald Trump can do to you in a Republican primary? Yeah, it's not. I mean, like I've told you before, even though I'm obviously not his fan, I do love watching the Republican debates from mm-hmm. 2016 because he did dismantle those other guys. None of those guys will ever be able to run for president. It was, it was that Ted, bad. Well, except for Chris Ted Christie's kind of running now, I think, right? Yeah, but well, Chris Christie ain't got a shot. You know, I love Chris Christie. You know, yeah. but, you know, he, uh, but yeah, I think he's, I guess maybe all Democrats like him. But uh, he, yeah. um, he, he destroyed all of them. Yeah, I mean, poor, I mean, Marco Rubio... Has had Little to kiss Marco. the ring, and T- Ted Cruz the same thing. I mean, they'll never be able to run for presidents again. And then, and Donald like 
trashed Cruz's wife, and he still kissed his butt. And, I mean, that's you know, that's, and, and said his dad killed Kennedy. His dad killed Kennedy, <laughs> which is his dad killed Kennedy. Right, right, All right, man. Sean, great show today. Yep. Big surprise here. Mike Madison's live in the studio. Coming up next for the next hour. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.